Hey girl, hey. Welcome to the Happy Hour Combos Podcast. When was the last time that you actually went out to a happy hour? Do you feel like it's hard to make friends in your 30s? Are you desperate to escape from your overly scheduled life? We want you to know that you are not alone. We get it. Trust us. I'm Keisha, a 30-something, newly divorced mom of two, work-from-home entrepreneur starting my life over from scratch. I'm Rebecca, a 30-something, corporate-working mom of two, married to my high school sweetheart. Join us weekly for Real Deal Girl Chats because adulting is hard and leaving happy hour behind is not an option. So grab your drink of choice because the best combos always happen over cocktails. Cheers! Cheers. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, what's up? Oh, you know, it's <laughs> 8.30 dinner. <laughs> Hashtag kids baseball. Hashtag sports and activities. <laughs> well, I feel your pain. I'm also just finishing that. So I, uh, I I don't like to eat late either. So it bothers me really. Like I don't, I, sp- I especially don't like the kids eating and then going straight to bed, but there's just mm-hmm. nothing we can do at all. I hate it. <laughs> because they're eating at like four, like old people. Time. I know that's, that's something like it's, it's really no win. Like you said, you literally are giving them dinner at four mm-hmm. or it's at eight, eight 30. And then even if you give them dinner at four, when they get home and they're yep. going to be hungry. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, Benjamin did have a snack, but he still eats a full dinner. Like he ate a lot mm-hmm. for a snack, but he still ate a full dinner. And so. yeah, they work up an appetite. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. They, their metabolisms can handle it, I guess. <laughs> What's up with you? Not much same. Just we were getting home, rushing home to make them something to eat real quick and just, you know, just taking a deep breath. Mm-hmm. That's about <laughs> it. That is about it, honestly. So how was your mother's day? It was good. It was very quiet, relaxing, um, and just good. Good, you know, quality time with the kids. Nice. They, yeah, it was just a good day. They well, let me relax was- a little bit. Okay. At least it stopped raining for us. It did stop raining, but I'm trying to think, did we even leave the house? I think I left the house at one point to grab them food. <laughs> but other than that, um, it was a rainy weekend, but I'm, like it worked out for us because we didn't have to go to baseball, go, you know, not that we don't like baseball, not that we don't love watching our sons, people. <laughs> just put that out there. It's Every just, now and then a rail, like a rainstorm is good though. For a it, yes. And even for them, I think, oh my God, these like slept in in on Saturday and Sunday so it was like you could tell that they really they needed it oh yeah that's true yeah my kids they stayed up late and they slept in late so Mm -hmm. this morning we're recording this on a Monday so everyone out there listening doesn't think we're crazy but my kids like Monday mornings are like yoking them out of bed like there's they're dead asleep when I gotta try to wake them up at seven like hard sleeping super hard and it's like my god like get up yeah no it was it was today wasn't as hard but usually mondays are very tough especially for logan <laughs> he's like negotiating mom 10 more minutes <laughs> like you would think he's in high school <laughs> oh my gosh and next year they have to get up earlier i know i know i know yeah libby libby already gets up probably about the same time that well i don't know they they might be okay because i wake him up around seven mm-hmm same so yeah but it might just be a little bit of a rush 6:45 next year <laughs> yeah geez enjoy it while it lasts <laughs> um yes but you finally got to watch the real housewives of Atlanta. <laughs> r-h-o-a, R-H-O-A. Yeah. <laughs> it's i don't know like 
my thoughts this season are so different because so many of the key people aren't on. Mm-hmm. It just has a totally different vibe so far. I don't know if you're feeling similar thoughts. I am feeling similar. I don't know if if this person swayed me in this direction and now I'm thinking it. Um, I think it was an interview I watched with like Sheree, maybe like E! News or something like that that she did. And she said that she really wanted to come back and she wanted it to be like the days of old, like season, you know, one, two, three, where it's no fighting, like physical fighting, none of that craziness, just like, (laughs) um, I don't know how to explain it, but as she said that, I'm like, I can kind of see that a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And then oddly enough, I've been going back. That's honestly what I did all weekend (laughs) was binge watch old, old. When I say, oh, I mean like season one, season two, season three. My goodness. Because those are the seasons that I really, other than season one, season two and three, I don't remember at all. I don't think I ever watched those seasons. Oh, I did. I don't remember them either, honestly. Yes. Just going back, you know, obviously they're still throwing shade and, you know, little stuff like that, but um, I don't know how to explain it. It's, it's definitely, I can see what she means as far as like, it's, it's on that kind of old school note. That's true. I, I don't know. See, Shervey, mm, I don't know. I don't like her. Something <laughs> about her gives me like bad vibes. I don't care for her at all. Brahim loves her. I do not like her. <laughs> I don't, I don't know. I just feel like she's like behind the scenes, like a snake, like she'll stab you right in the back. I have a love-hate relationship with Sheree. I really started liking her when, like, she was going through her journey of, like, building her house mm-hmm. and, you know, just seeing all of that. And I love her house. Like, her house is amazing. Oh, yeah. Um, but, yeah, there's certain aspects of her that I just feel like are not genuine. Like, I feel like she doesn't really, like, show genuine parts of her on the show. Yeah, I as think far, especially, Yeah. So she so. seems fake to me because you don't know who she really is. So I feel like she could turn on you at a heartbeat because she just doesn't. I don't know something yeah. about her. I feel like I'm a pretty good judge of character if I met her in person. <laughs> I don't. I don't think I would like her. I don't know. Mm-hmm. And I think that new girl. What's her name? So Sonia. I, I think it's Sonia. 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 San- yeah. <laughs> this is my thoughts on her. She won't be there next season. She's too nice. I don't know. I feel like seeing. You know how they show like the full trailer of the whole season. Mm-hmm. I feel like I saw a couple moments where she was. She was given. She was like <laughs> serving. <laughs> serving some tea or whatever um right but... now she's too nice we're only two episodes in mate right now she's that's true too nice yeah. for me like she's just not gonna fit in with them she seems like one of those um what's that one girl two two she's be 2d oh god no i don't feel like she's like she was like totally did not fit in um no, i know god, what was her not name I forget... yeah no she was just like the i the eye duck out. It was just like, why did they cast her? She just, I felt bad for her. <laughs> Kim Fields, that was her name. What is it? Ralph and what's her? What's the wife? I'm so bad with names. How the hell am I in <laughs> Drew. Um, Drew. They, mm-hmm. If they make it, I, I do not think they should be together. Like, well, he is a hot mess. They, yeah. So they, their storyline and their relationship, it makes me tired. I think after the first episode, I was, I was mad. Like I was feeling stuff on the inside. I'm like, why are you still with him, girl? Like, yeah. <laughs> like he is embarrassing that, you. Raheem thinks that their interactions are kind of, that they're already divorced or separating, but they're just going through the show. He thinks they're already done. That would make sense because some of the stuff that they go through and it's just like a continuous process and how he talks to her and, mm-hmm. you know, uh, I want to say cheating, but the inappropriate things that he's done 
over and over again just like why are you still going through this <laughs> i don't know i was like brahim have you ever <laughs> on national tv like right, on national tv embarrassed me like that mm-hmm. oh, we all have body parts missing sir <laughs> <laughs> so embarrassing i but, don't um, i feel bad for her it's it's like a mess it's like a train wreck it's like literally watching a train wreck yeah there there are scenes i'm just like cringing <laughs> i'm like on edge of my seat like just don't just have some peace <laughs> now marlo is like I don't know. I didn't think she was going to fit in really well, but she's, she's doing well, I think. And it's, she's impressing me how she's taking care of those boys and just like, Mm -hmm. she's so much more together than she like lets you believe, I think on the show. Like I agree. Like a fashion diva, like Mm -hmm. kind of aloof, but she's really got her shit together when it comes down to it. Like she's taking care of two boys. I mean, it's Mm -hmm. her family, but it's still like, that's a lot to be thrown into. That's a big undertaking. Mm -hmm. For sure. Like, I have so much respect for her for that because not anybody would just do that too. Right. No, um, I, I, I've already before this season liked Marlo, um, even before she got her peach, but I feel like there were certain moments and I only saw episode one, but the first episode where I was just like, she was just saying stuff that I'm just like, you just saying it just, just to really stir the pot. Like, <laughs> I, don't, I can't oh, yeah. think of the exact scenarios but it was certain, like she talked about Drew's bun and just like was saying just random stuff it was just like coming out of nowhere I'm just like all right you don't have to just be like an a-hole for no reason <laughs> like just to keep your peach <laughs> you know some drama come on yeah but I don't know but that was just my thoughts on her but even before this I loved Marlo yeah she's good she'll add drama she'll add like silly drama mm-hmm. and then Kenya she seems like a totally different person now that she's going through that divorce. She seems much so better. different. Yeah, like that so was different. a train wreck too, man. Whew. That was bad. Oh my god, so bad. Like just embarrassed for her. Like why would you put up with something like that? Mm-hmm. Like, damn, damn shame. But maybe, yeah, maybe it took for her to see it play out on TV and see it from like a you know bystander's point of view to see like oh my god like this you know what I mean like sometimes you can't see your situation while you're in it yeah but (laughs) for her to be out of it and see how he talked to her how you know the stuff that she was saying to defend him or put up with it just uh, no yeah I guess from the second episode she said they're still not divorced yet they're not officially divorced like he's just holding stuff up for no reason really yeah Mm -hmm. I mean obviously it's imminent so but she seems happy so Mm -hmm. she lost a ton of weight too. My goodness. Yeah, I heard it was from because and I've heard this from a lot of people too when they've done dancing with the stars because mm-hmm. the the dance um practices and all that kind of stuff are so rigorous and um so often like yeah <laughs> you're just dropping weight if you're not already you know in shape. Yeah, she's like so. I think she had gained weight during the pandemic, so she lost mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, she looks good. She looks really good. Yeah, and then who else is there? Candy. I just want her to retire. <laughs> From everything or from the show? From the show. She's just like, and I really liked her at one point in time because she has that same kind of like hustle spirit and mentality that that we always talk about that we each have and love. Mm -hmm. But now I'm just like, I feel like she's just like the grandpa dog (laughs) that you just want to put to to sleep. And it's just like, I know that's so dramatic. But um, yeah, I just, I want her to go out gracefully instead of it being like a terrible season that she goes out or some kind of more crazy drama. Yeah. Like, I think she's, she's rode her course in Housewives. Ripened enough? This <laughs> is very ripe. <laughs> I don't even know how she has time to do anything. That woman's involved in so many crazy. things. 
Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I but mean, she is hashtag goals when it comes to that and businesses and everything that she has. She is goals. <laughs> you know what's funny about that? Like, I feel like she has all of that, like career stuff, like amazing, like put together, so focused. But her house is kind of a mess. Like her pool, like the second episode they show her pool, it's like there's stuff in the hole of the pool. The other room's not done. Like they're just kind of like a. Mm-hmm. Like she has one part of her life so together and then like her home life is kind of a mess, I feel like. Yeah, but she's, I mean, she's kind of even talked about that too, how she feels yeah. like she's never home and her kids complain that she's not home. Like, mm-hmm. you know, I love the hustle and all that kind of stuff, but I also don't want that part. <laughs> like she's not balanced at all. She's just mm-hmm. so heavy in her career, which I mean, hey, that's what she wants to do. But yeah, it just seems so funny to me how like, the other women's houses are like immaculate and beautiful. She yeah. probably has more money than all of them put together, mm-hmm. but her house mm-hmm. is in shambles. Like <laughs> <laughs> that's true. You pick and choose your battles, I guess. But yeah, it's early on. There hasn't been any fights yet, I don't think. No real fights. It's too early to see, I guess. Yeah. But like I said, just seeing the trailer of the season, you know, there, there's stuff coming. <laughs> there is going to be enough coming. Yeah. Yeah, I do. I watched the trailer, but it was so many weeks ago now, I forget. But I'm sure there's mm-hmm. going to be drama. There, It wouldn't be the Real Housewives of Atlanta without the drama. Yeah. It seems like there's something big that happens between Candy and Kenya, which is interesting because I don't think they've ever, they've had little, you know, little tips but nothing at last. Like, I think it's something like that was big. No serious beef. I guess we'll see. Yeah. We'll see. I got to catch up on the last night's episode. <laughs> yes, yes, do that. Because I might be missing something. I mean, I watched it last night. But I think, yeah, I think it's all the same stuff. It just kind of got worse. Like Ralph and Drew got extra bad last night. Like, extra I, it makes me mad. <laughs> this makes you, it's like, it's just, you just want to cry for her. Like, I just woman can you see the light like get out mm-hmm. <laughs> Sad. but um yeah I don't have a clever segue tonight so <laughs> I'm oh you're always good for it I know I know I let you down um <laughs> but I feel like it's been a topic that I've seen um it's always a, a relevant topic but I've seen a like little bits and pieces of like posts here and there that just remind me of it so much recently um of imposter syndrome Um, And I think I shared one of them in my stories or on my Facebook page or something that was just like being, I think it's that being 40 and still feeling like you're not an adult or something like that. Like, I don't know if you saw that, but, (laughs) but I feel like even being in our thirties, like I've had those feelings of just like, am I really in it? Like not, not obviously I'm an adult. But but it's just like those feelings of, am I really doing this? Like, am I really just like running, running two people's lives and including my own and doing X, Y, and Z? And, you know, how many times have we had that imposter syndrome where you're at a place, you've arrived to a place and you just, you still question it. You have all the proof you need (laughs) to like, see it, feel it, touch it, all of that. And you reach the goal or reach the thing. And you're still just like, no I'm not really like you know doing x y and z yeah no it's it's a real thing and I think it comes up so much like first when you you know you get a job you have imposter syndrome because you're working with people that are you know more experienced or they know more they've been at the company longer you have that feeling of like less than Mm -hmm. you know you don't feel like you're good enough like oh I got the job but like am I am I gonna make it here am I good enough and you start questioning that and then you, know, you get married and you're like, am I a good enough wife? Like you start questioning that and you have kids and you're like, holy shit, am I a mom? Like I'm a mom. How do I do this? Like <laughs> I can't do this, but yet 
thousands of women before you have and it's like you're always questioning yourself i feel like for me that's what imposter syndrome does it just constantly makes you question your are you enough are you worthy enough like are you mm-hmm. can you do this and it's like you can but it's hard to sometimes see that mm-hmm. and it's hard. i don't know i for me i think the biggest culprit that makes this come up so much more for women than it used to is social media oh a hundred percent it's mm-hmm. like it's everyone puts like their glamorous perfect life out there mm-hmm. and we all are aspiring to do that for some ridiculous reason and it's like it just I feel like that's what gets me mm-hmm. a lot even though you know like your rational mind is like no like no one's life is this perfect but I feel like that becomes the standard in most people's eyes and it's so hard to not compare yourself to that right it's yeah it's very frustrating um I have a definition pulled up um, of what imposter syndrome is. So it is loosely defined as doubting your abilities and feeling like a fraud. Um, It disproportionately affects high achieving people um, who find it difficult to accept their accomplishments. Many question whether they're deserving of of accolades. Mm -hmm. Um, So like I said, is that piece of like, you literally got to the place, like you got to this goal. Like one of the most recent things I feel like for me that I, noticed was when I um, went and left my job uh, last year at uh, Loft and left retail and did like entrepreneurship for basically a year or almost a year. Mm-hmm. And the whole time in my head, just because in my mind, I had a goal set out of like wanting to be a certain rank in my business and wanting to, you know, see X, Y, and Z, but it was just like, either way, I was doing it (laughs) and either way I was an entrepreneur and you know all of this for a year for almost a year and still in the back of my mind I'm just like if anyone asked me what I did or you know if I was entrepreneur I would probably tell them no because I just didn't feel it right yeah it comes up so much like I know we were talking over the weekend and I mean like we have this podcast. I have another podcast, but yeah, if someone asked me what I do, podcasts wouldn't even be on the radar. Like it wouldn't and even you, come to my mind. It's so and you have two. I have two and I've been doing yes. my own for a year. Like it's mm-hmm. crazy. I don't even like classify myself as a podcaster. Like that's because I'm like, oh my God, well, these other people have 10,000 downloads and they're making XYZ money. And I, who am I? I'm not making any money. Like I'm not doing. So I'm just like, I, I'd rather just not say it. Then I feel like I'm embarrassing myself, even though I know I'm not. Mm. it's just this weird thing because there's so many other people that are doing it so many other people that are doing it better than you and it's like you get sucked into this imposter syndrome it's so frustrating mm-hmm. it just happens mm-hmm. I feel like it happens disproportionately to women too yeah I was gonna say I don't have the exact stats but I've, I've heard over and over again that it definitely affects women more than men yeah like men don't give a crap what's going on <laughs> they're what they're gonna do they don't look on both sides <laughs> like women are constantly like looking around them for mm-hmm. like either support or maybe even like validation Absolutely. but it's like really we should all be like no this is what I'm doing I'm gonna own it and this is who I am and stop looking for like validation from others because it really doesn't matter like mm-hmm. it, it's really about what you want to do like we're podcasters like that's it because we wanted to do it like we don't need validation we don't need 20 million downloads it doesn't mm-hmm. matter but mm-hmm. we get sucked into that world Yeah. And as you're talking, I'm just like, it really, at least for women, I think so much of it has to do with, like you said, looking on the outside and seeing what 
a podcaster for this example looks like to you because you're seeing other people that are podcasters that like you said have 10,000 downloads have the you know all of this stuff and then they can claim the title but it's like even as moms like how often are we like oh my god I'm not a good mom because of social media or you know the people that we see on the outside that have the pretty lunches packed and the crust you know cut off on the sandwiches and you know they're at every baseball game with their hair perfectly in a bun and you know makeup on and all of this stuff and I got my scarf on and (laughs) I'm a disheveled mess rolling up in here (laughs) and my son's baseball game and you, you know you have these thoughts of just like I'm not a good mom like I'm not a good enough mom because of that comparison thing so mm-hmm. it's, it's interesting how those two are like really related yeah I liked your definition I don't know if I've seen that one before how it said it affects disproportionately affects high achieving people because I do yes. think that's a ticket because I know for me like I am like type a high achieving I always do the best I strive to do the best I'm like a, a crazy person with stuff and I think it does mm-hmm. affect people like that at such higher levels just because but that's the thing too like I look at my life and I'm like okay well when I was in college I was like if I make this much money I'm going to be happy and then I make that much money it's not enough then I you know you're never enough like it's Mm -hmm. never good enough with imposter syndrome because you're always chasing another dangling carrot it's so annoying you're always I'm always looking for like the next high achiever so I can like outdo that high achiever and it's like because I saw the high achievers like instead of just being like no I'm enough like Mm -hmm. this is what I've accomplished I'm enough Mm-hmm. But it's never, I don't know. It sucks. Like it sucks. Anything, <laughs> like imposter feelings. Like, and I, I do talk about it with my therapist and it's like, it's, it does affect like high achieving women that are goal getter, like goal getters, like a lot more. Mm-hmm. I'm and taking so- a peek. Cause I think there was a second part um, of the definition that was really good too. Um, I feel like it just, oh, makes yeah, it's literally what you just said. Yeah. <laughs> like it said, I think that's what, when you had, we're reading that it's what kind of got me. It's like, Oh God, like my therapist says this stuff. Like, <laughs> maybe she's not wrong. Like, <laughs> no, like it's, it's facts. Um, no, it's just another part of it is saying it involves feelings of self-doubt and personal incompetence that persist despite your education experience and accomplishments. Um, and then it just says a little tip to counter these feelings. You might end up working harder and holding yourself to even higher standards. So that's literally what you just said. Like you reach, you know, let's just say a hundred dollars or whatever, a hundred K. And then it's like, I hit there. And then it's like, no, nah, I'm, I'm still don't feel like I'm doing this. So you get to, you know, 150 or 200 or whatever. And then it's just like, you still, your standards are getting higher because you don't, you still don't feel that sense of like accomplishment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm sure there's probably even millionaires out there yeah. that are like, I'm not a millionaire, like, but your, you know, uh, bank account and your statements and all that kind of stuff would beg to differ. Right. Right. I mean, I think for, because we're all, we are women and we're high achieving women. I think it is part of our nature to look, a, look, a look around because we always do want to be doing better. Right. We always strive to like the hustle culture a little bit. Like you want to be like doing better than people around you like it's not a bad thing I don't think but I think it's fine uh, kind of finding that balance so that you don't get sucked down like a, mm-hmm. a black hole with it and it bring you down you just have to look at it like okay well that's somebody I respect and that's somebody I would love to be at their level one day but you have to keep it there instead of like getting it sucked in and making almost like a negative thing mm-hmm. but I feel like it can go negative and dark very quickly in your brain <laughs> 
yeah, and like you said, there's, there's, I guess, good parts and bad parts. I don't say of imposter syndrome, but of just this whole feeling in general. Yeah. Like you said, they can be really, really bad and it suck you down and make you feel like, you know, you're not enough or you haven't accomplished enough. You're not a good enough person. But then there's that good side of it too. Like we're talking about where it kind of can help push you to that next level. Because yeah. um, that, I guess the opposite of that would be being complacent. Yep. And that's also what I wouldn't want to do. I wouldn't want to get to a goal and then just feel like I've arrived. Right. But I feel like there's also balance in that too, where it's just like, but I do want to get to my goal and be really proud of myself mm-hmm. and be really, you know, like I did that ish. Like <laughs> I did it. I set out for it. I, you know, worked hard, bust my butt um, and not apologize for it. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's hard. It's hard yeah. to be in the mental state though. I think that's the challenge. Mm-hmm. I mean, especially as moms, right? Like it always feels like, you know, did you feed your kids the right things? Did you read them enough books? Did you buy them the right clothing? Are you taking them to enough doctors? Are you, you know, all these things, like, are you punishing them right? Are you giving them chore charts right? Are you, what, everything? Like, I mean, you mm-hmm. just organize everything to death, right? Especially if you're looking at Pinterest or Instagram or whatever, my goodness, you can just feel like a total failure. <laughs> I mean, it's like everything's perfectly curated. And it's like, like you said, like these perfectly like Lunchables that the mom made a little smiley face. <laughs> like who has time for this? But it can make you feel like crap. Like it can make mm-hmm. you feel like, like a mom that's like, I'm running around like a crazy person doing all these things for my kids, but is it enough? Mm-hmm. Now it's like, I'm not as good as this mom over here because I'm not sitting here making bonito boxes and like cutting up vegetables. <laughs> I mean, that's just the kind of stuff that you see out there all over social media, right? Like all mm-hmm. over, or like even, you know, for the most part, people aren't posting their messy lives. They're posting mm-hmm. like the perfect pictures. So you look at like, oh, well, they're always like out doing fun things. And they're all, am I doing enough with my kids? You know, just all the stuff, like <laughs> all the things. Or like mm-hmm. people in their perfect fucking marriage. <laughs> oh, girl. <laughs> That's something I learned a long time ago. Not even with my situation, but just like looking, like you look at celebrities or you look at certain people who you see the glamorous life and they post, you know, they're so affectionate. They're so lovey-dovey. And, you know, you're just like, I wish I was like that my marriage. And then literally like months later, oh, you know, so-and-so and so-and-so are divorced or getting a divorce. And it's just like, what? Like, so that's why you, that was those like type of situations were literally like the eye opening thing that was just like, you really can't believe what, you know, you see on TV or, you know, uh, you know, this celebrity A and celebrity B, you know, he cheated on her, she cheated on him. And it's just like, what? But, but yeah. I thought they had, so that, like you said, people show you the highlight reel. Um, and that's why for me, some people may think I, I share too much on social media, but I do so to not just show the good sides. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I'm not on there like crying, but, <laughs> <laughs> but I do try to talk about like, you know, if I had a hard day or, you know, maybe Mother's Day wasn't obviously as easy because I lost my mom last year mm-hmm. or, you know, different things that yes, there's like, I try to show a lot of good, but I'm a real person and I cry, I get frustrated. I want to cut somebody out like a lot of times. (laughs) Um, But I do that purposefully just to not show, like, I think people need to see the full, like a story. 
Mm -hmm. especially if I'm someone who always preaches about like my goals and things that like a place I want to be like I don't want people to just spin around and be like oh dang like he should you know look at her amazing beautiful house that she got like Mm -hmm. you know she's so lucky after that she (laughs) busted her butt and you know the grace of God like this this girl deserves it and if she did it I could do it too like type of thing I think more of it needs to be shown yeah. Like I think there's so much value in the messy middle, like oh yeah, that mess that we're all dealing with. If we all would start posting more of that messy middle app, first of all, I'm the worst poster. I, I don't social media me like, listen, he's just gonna be my social media manager. I <laughs> not good at social media. So when I post my once every six months, it is a, <laughs> something fun like Disney pictures or something. But, but that's not, fair. Yeah. But I'm like, I just wish like in general, like an over overarching, like theme to this episode be if people would just post their messy middle more then I think less people would feel the imposter syndrome because they would actually be seeing real life mm-hmm. not seeing these perfect moments which are fine to post every now and then but that's not real life for most mm-hmm. people I don't, I don't even celebrities right like it, their life is not perfect right I mean they're getting chased by paparazzi every five seconds not that they want to post that but like they may be standing on a red carpet one second, but they're being like hounded the next, you know, it's yeah. they don't have a perfect life either, but it, they do make you feel that way. Yeah. Like you said, and then it makes you want and desire that life. Like you want to be not want to be hurt specifically, but you want that Kim Kardashian life and fame yeah. and all that stuff. But like you said, she can't go to Wawa or Target (laughs) without there being like a dozen paparazzi like that's that part is I don't think anything anyone would ever want right so that's the messy middle of her life Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. I think it's just important for for us and for everyone out there listening that like we just kind of let it self-sabotage ourselves I think that's where you get trapped and you just end up giving up on something whether it's your dreams whether it's our podcast whether it's your a job being a good mom, like just not giving up because you're doing the best that you can. And everybody has a different beginning, right? Like everyone's beginning looks, it's their own journey and no one should be comparing themselves. And look, I sound like a, a book right now, but like, I need to it's hear this. true. <laughs> Listen, preach it to yourself and, and to me. Saying it out loud. So I can hear it and hear myself. <laughs> so like, yeah, like not to compare myself and get trapped into these situations. Like I'm a health coach. I have not officially health coached anybody because I have imposter syndrome. I feel like who am I? Like, can I really help someone? I don't know, but I haven't even given it a real chance yet, you know, and I'm already talking myself out of it. It's embarrassing. It's ridiculous. I mean, I know the stuff, but I'm too chicken to put myself out there and offer it. Mm. I'm not offering it on this podcast, but <laughs> no, that's, that's like, a real I, thing. That's a real moment. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's real. It's real stuff. And it's like, because I see all these people on Instagram that are health coaches or whatever, doing their thing, like got all these followers and they're doing all this, making X amount of dollars. And here I am little old me like, hi, I'm a health coach over here. Like, <laughs> it's like, it's ridiculous, but that's, you know, I just need to like, not compare myself to them and realize this is where I am. This is my story. And, mm-hmm. you know, not get sucked into that, but it's hard. Yeah. It's hard. It's very hard. Um, yeah. <laughs> I think that's the moral of the story is just not getting sucked into it as far as like the downward spiral, yeah. being very, very proud and, you know, cheering yourself on and being able to give yourself accolades. Like, mm-hmm. 
accept those, you know, things that you accomplish and, and live in it. Say it to yourself. Like, I think I, I did like a TikTok one day that was like, I'm proud of me. Like, yeah. <laughs> how often do we say that to ourselves? Never, never, especially, <laughs> never. Women. never. especially women, but be proud of yourself. Be proud of where you have come from or where you are and where you're going. Um, and don't compare. Yeah. Comparison is the thief of joy. That's truth right there. Yeah. If you what do they say too? Like, don't compare your beginning to someone else's end mm-hmm. or middle or end. Yeah, something like yeah. that. Something like that. Because what I mean, even think about this podcast, right? Like, there's people that have been podcasting for ten years, and like we mm-hmm. just started. We, we shouldn't be comparing ourselves to people like that, you know? Right. Like, mm-hmm. if we go back and listen to their first episode. It probably is just like ours, horrible. Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> right. probably like sweaty palms in their closets, like. <laughs> oh my God, what am I, what am I saying? You know, they don't know what they're doing either. Yeah. So yeah, it's just a reminder to not get yourself sucked in. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I agree. Oh, that was good. Yeah. One and one about imposter syndrome. That's definitely a, a very relevant topic, like you said, especially for women. Yeah. So hopefully anyone feeling it, I mean, feel free to email us and share your stories. And if you know, we can shed some light into stuff that's helped us. I mean, I'm in a lot of therapy. I will be honest about that. <laughs> <laughs> so my vote would be go to see a therapist, talk to your imposter syndrome. Listen, that's what they're there for. <laughs> Team therapy. Yeah. Are we um, ready for the last call? Yes. You want to go first? Sure. Should I do shots or cheers? What do you think? Uh, start with start with the good all right i'll start with the good all right so my <laughs> this week is that for the first time and maybe let's see how long have i been a mom seven eight years that I, i'm not returning anything my husband got me for mother's day oh that's uh, good yeah, it's really good this year so mm-hmm. usually i'm like the returning ever all the gifts i'm like the worst <laughs> See, I never returned. I would just, it would just tuck away in a corner somewhere. <laughs> and I don't know what's worse, like that or returning it. That's so funny. Good yeah. job. Yeah, he did a good job. So I'm taking a little cheers for him. And he'll never listen to this. So he'll never know. He gets accolades. See, <laughs> told him he should be a listener, an avid listener. Yes. Uh, so what yes. are you taking a, a cheers for? A Mine is, is also for Mother's Day. It's my kids. Um, they were good for them for (laughs) I don't want to say they were good like they had their moments but I really got to rest for pretty much most of the weekend and definitely yesterday and like they were good and Logan they made me breakfast which was a nice bowl of Apple Jacks (laughs) that he brought into my room and and then Olivia tried to help make my coffee not hot coffee like my iced coffee or whatever and it's just so cute they just were so excited to just like they said be mom for a day <laughs> and then like I tried to like help with the coffee or help clean up and I'm like no mom you're not supposed to do anything Aww. I'm just like but my kitchen's a mess but okay <laughs> that's cute yeah so that just it filled my heart just so, so such a sweet moment nice yeah Good. What, what about you would you take a shot too uh so I want to take a shot because I saw my ear well I saw my regular doctor today um and because of all the stuff I had going on with my sickness, uh, he checked my ears because I've lost some hearing out of my left ear. Mm-hmm. And he said, there's definitely something going on. And I have to see an ENT. Oh, no. So, and now, now he didn't say this is definitely going to happen. But he was telling me a little story about having my eardrum popped. And I was like, oh, 
oh what what I'm like, about a needle in your ear and the ear jump popping and he's not an ear doctor don't get me wrong but he's not saying it definitely has to be done mm-hmm. but he should never say that stuff to me no because like there's definitely something going on from the ear infection and i can't hear out of my left ear right really yeah so obviously he said give it three or four more days see if it doesn't you know clear up on its own because i'm taking some more decongestants but it hasn't really gotten better in 19 days oh my gosh so i'm thinking i'm gonna have to see the ent and i'm really nervous because i also have to fly out somewhere in june like early june and i'm nervous like if i don't see the ent and have something done is this gonna go crazy on the airplane right or mm-hmm. if I have a procedure done, is it going to be like, because the pressure, I'm like freaked out about that too. Oh, yeah. Oh, take a shot. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, so take a shot with you for uh, that. No, I hope I hope it's not as bad as you think. Hopefully it, it all works out. Hashtag almost 40 problems. <laughs> Stop. But honestly, and I didn't want to say anything. I don't know what it is, but I've heard, I mean, I guess because of people with allergies and sicknesses and different things like that, you're like the third person that I heard with something similar to that. In like the last few months. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. Well, that's frightening. What did they have done? Um, I can find out. The one person, <laughs> um, I can text her and ask her like where she is in the process. The other person is just someone I follow on social media, but she was talking about it. Like she came back from a flight and something crazy. I don't know if it was also like she got sick and stuff too, but something crazy happened with her ear. And she, it was just like a few doctor's appointments after that ENT, like she couldn't hear like, I don't know if it was out of one ear or both ears. It was like crazy. Oh God. Yeah. And the, the doctor's looking at my ear. He's like, have you had multiple ear infections? I'm like, not that I know of. Wow. I'm like, I don't, I've had, I mean, maybe when I was a kid, I don't know. But anyway, mm-hmm. like freaks me out. Cause I cannot hear properly out of my left ear. I hear, it sounds like someone is, has like their hand over my ear. Dang. That's really annoying. So yeah, I'm going to take a shot. I might need to take a shot before I see the ENT. <laughs> like an actual shot. An actual one. <laughs> stay, stay tuned for that one. But uh, what about you? What are you taking a shot for this week? Mine is, and I don't know if I've ever said this one before, but I definitely feel it for sure now, is I feel like such a lush and such an alcoholic sometimes <laughs> on, on these. And I'm not an alcoholic. I'm not trying to make fun of anything that serious, but these holidays when people gift me with wine and you know went over your house you're like just take the rest of the bottle and (laughs) and other like the fact that my kids always like like, is this mommy juice like if I have a cup (laughs) of something because a lot of times they're like you know if I'm drinking regular juice they'll take a sip after me but they have gotten to the point where they I'm like you can't just sip after mommy because I might be drinking something else I'll drink it in a regular cup but um from them on behalf of their dad got me a bottle of wine for mother's day and i'm just like am i is this just really what i do like do i just like <laughs> just drink wine all day long i don't i don't <laughs> sometimes on the weekends depending on my weekday maybe at night on a weekday but it's not an everyday thing people i don't have a problem <laughs> people just really I, like wine i know but sometimes it just it feels so funny it's just like dang is this really just what i that's what i do i just love wine i do though <laughs> But I was like, I'm going to take a shot to that because I thought that that was every time somebody pick it up, you want to take a shot for the wide, take a shot for the <laughs> shots, <laughs> take a shot for the shots. That's but so yeah, funny. that's and, it. Um, I'm sorry. I didn't want to make you. I didn't think you were lush. Give you the bottle of wine. I just no. <laughs> going to go bad on my countertop and I'd rather somebody drink it and enjoy it. No, I enjoyed it. I appreciate it. <laughs> no, it was good. Thanks, though. All right. Well, everyone, thank you so much for tuning in and have a great week.
Thanks. Cheers. Cheers to you, new happy hour bestie. We hope you enjoyed this week's episode of the Happy Hour Combos podcast and your drinks too. If you enjoyed this podcast, do us a favor and share this show with your bestie. Or you can go on over to follow our Instagram page to help grow our happy hour community and keep the conversations going. 